The following podcast is rated D for dumb. You're listening to Dumbing It Down with Dave, the fastest podcast on earth. Listen to Dave commute to and from work on the New York State Thruway in his 2008 Kia Rio LX. He talks about pragmatism, truth, happiness, and the search for it all. Join Dave as he asks and tells you how life ought to be. And now, here's Dave. Hello, everybody. How are you? Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon. Oh, my God. That is so much applause. Thank you so much. Really unnecessary. Please, have a seat. Have a seat. Everybody, let's relax. Or let's not relax. Let's get all uptight. Let's get all let's get all amped up. Uh, thank you. That's, um, the voice you just heard introducing me is Alex Exum. Thank you, Alex Exum, from the Alex Exum Experience. Or maybe it's the Exum experience. I still haven't figured it out, but it doesn't matter. Welcome to episode 36. <laughs> I swore I was going to find out. I guess I, I'm not good at that. Uh, it's either 36 or 37. doesn't matter. The last one, I think it was 36, was uh, check out my new intro. That's what you just heard. The one with Alex Exum doing the voice. Doing the voice? He is the voice. Oh, boy. I really screwed up this pooch today. So, anyway... Welcome to Dumbing It Down with Dave. My name is Dave Canyon, your one and only solo podcast host for this and every podcast, which I sometimes refer to as a dumbcast because it's Dumbing It Down with Dave. Hello, dum-dums. Welcome. It's so great to have you. Thank you for having me uh, between your ears for the next 30 minutes or less. Uh, This is uh, the fastest podcast on earth. Uh, I call it that. I coined that phrase uh, because I am doing this in my Kia Rio. And I will, I will be traveling in a few minutes southbound the New York State Thruway. It is Sunday, October, is it the 30th? It must be the 30th. Tomorrow's the 31st. is Halloween. And then my wife's birthday is November 1st. So there you go. Yes, I am married. Can you believe it? Somebody actually married me. Um, so, um, uh, yeah, fastest podcast on earth, traveling southbound New York State Thruway. It is day five, my last day of work. I'm headed home. I was really tired all night. And by the way, if I sound like a broken record, which I know I do every Sunday, uh, yeah, because it's exhausting and I'm I'm tired and uh, I need to get sleep. But uh, somehow I've mustered up, mustard, mustard, not mustard like the spice, uh, like when you muster. I mustered, so it must be M-U-S-T-U-R-E-D? I don't even know. I gathered up. That doesn't sound right. Well, it is the fall. So it's like harvest time, right? Gathered, harvested. I've harvested energy. Yes, I've harvested energy for this uh, dumbcast. Because uh, I do it for you. Hey, listen, everybody. Uh, how about this? Let's get right to the mileage report. Uh, and that mileage report is brought to you by Pipe Dream. Pipe Dream is a internet radio comedy talk show. Streaming radio comedy internet talk show. I should ask Mike... Uh, who's the host of the show? How he wants me to describe it? He'll probably say, "I don't care." Well, it really doesn't matter. But it's a it's a show that uh, it's about an hour long, and anywhere you are in the world, it's on Wednesdays, Wednesday nights. If you're uh, in New York State at eight o'clock, so if you're in uh, Belgrade, 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 is that a place? Wherever you are in the world, Belize, Belize. Oh, the first I've ever heard of Belize, I think, was. In the movie uh, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, they go to Belize. You know where Belize is? I think it's Central America. 
Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. Uh, so, Pipe Dream is produced by the people from ComedyPipe.com. It is a one-hour show, uh, mostly comedy. They'll have a special guest every week. It's live, and um, you can hear it on Wednesdays. Well, I am, I'm totally repeating myself. Every week, I have another issue. What's my issue? You know what? Because I don't prepare. I'll get to that, too. Will I get to it? Who knows? Uh, so, just tune in to Pipe Dream on the ComedyPipe.com Comedy Network. Uh, Mike. 3D is the host, Jefferson, Joe Green, your co-host. One guy talks, two guys listen. You hope they listen, and then they respond. And then, you know, they talk, and then Mike listens. And there's laughter, there's listening, and it's live. Laughter and listening live every Wednesday at 8 o'clock New York State time. So anyway, thank you, Mike. Oh, so the mileage is actually 218,944. Keeping track, it goes up about 500 every week. I do about five or 600 miles a week in my car. So that's good. 218, 944. Freshly rotated tires. Oil change. Now, did I do an oil change? I did not do an oil change. Not recently. But uh, I'll do one about every 6,000. How often do you do your oil changes? Well, I'll tell you what. The answer to that question, how often do you do the oil change in your car? You know, how, how, how many miles do you wait? Um, do you know where Belize is? Belize? And I don't remember what the first question was, but um, if maybe there was only two. You can email me at dumbingitdownwithdavidyahoo.com. Dumbingitdownwithdavidyahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. And we're going to talk about that for sure. Well, I say for sure, but I never really know for sure because for those of you who are tuning in for the first time, what I do every week is I just hit the record button. Let me just make sure I'm recording. Yes. I hit the record button. I hit the record button and I just go. I just let it rip. Now, I find that to be interesting. It's raw. You know, I, I I only have time during this commute to do the dumb cast. I don't do it at a studio. I don't have time like other guys to sit there and, and do bullet points and notes. Maybe one day I will. And I have an idea. Actually, I have been texting myself ideas for shows. I, I haven't, te- but I've done that before. And what happens is by the time I'm ready to do anything, my phone breaks and all my texts are gone. Wouldn't that be great if you could retrieve all your texts? I do have an app called Mighty, Mighty Text, M-I-G-H-T-Y, Mighty Text. And sometimes I go home, I turn on my laptop and all my texts show up. But I don't think they get stored. Does anybody know a way you can store your texts? So, well, Dave, you could just, you know, copy and paste and then email it. Then it's in your email. Yeah, I could do that. I could copy and paste and then just email myself my texts. You know, the texts that are important. But I, you know, I some people delete their texts right away because they don't want a whole history of texts. Um, some people uh, like me uh, hold on to texts for a long time and then eventually one day you'll... Ju- I enjoy purging. Do you enjoy purging? I enjoy purging. I feel like I'm accomplishing something, which we all know we're not because we shouldn't have kept it in the first place. You're only keeping it so you can purge it. A buddy of mine said to me once, you only subscribe to all these newsletters so one day you can enjoy unsubscribing because you get annoyed when your email box is, uh, your mailbox is filled with, you know, 100,000 messages from things that you thought were interesting and then eventually you realize, I'm not going to do any of this. There's no way I'm going to do any of these things. For instance, I have a, a subscription to working in, working in, the word working and then the word in, I-N. Uh, because I fancied myself uh, as a person who was going to leave the United States and work in the mining industry in Australia. 
So I did some research and there's this organization or some newsletter called Working In. And you can go to a seminar or a convention and you, you find out all the jobs that are available in the mining industry in Australia and all, I guess all different parts of the world. And then you move and you make a lot of money and you have a different life, which is what I wanted years ago. But my wife didn't want it. She didn't want it for her. She didn't want it for me. So, and I'm not sure if I've unsubscribed to that. Because it doesn't look like we are going to move to Australia and work in the mining industry. Um, anyway, because I'm not married to the United States, I can. I, I'm ready to go. If my wife said to me, "I want to go," okay, <laughs> say no more. Where are we going? Somewhere good, somewhere warm, somewhere nicer than uh, snowy, cold, freezing, uh, truck driving uh, New York State. I'll, I'll go anywhere she wants to go. Anyway, um, so email. Okay. Uh, so every show I talk about emails, you know, I really would like guys to email me because one, it shows me that you're listening, you're paying attention, you're responding, you're engaging. I need you to engage. Do I need you to engage? Well, I've made it this far, 36, 37 episodes, and uh, apparently I don't need you to engage. If we're going to get be really pragmatic about it, really get down to the core of, uh, of the words, uh, you know, the explanations, uh, the definitions, whatever it is that I'm saying, the meaning of what I'm saying, then the answer is no, I don't need you. But as you might know from a previous episode where Mark sent me a nice long email, the one and only email I've ever received, um, I get to respond to it. And then we have a much better show because now we're having a conversation. We're having a, a, a dialogue instead of a monologue. So apparently I've proven that I can do a monologue for a half an hour or more for 36 episodes, 37 episodes, whatever it is. 36, I'm pretty sure. I'm going to say 36. But it's so much interesting when you respond. So we can learn. We can talk. For instance, my buddy Todd, who might be listening to this while he's working on his bobber. I think it's called a bobber. B-O-B-B-E-R. I think it's how you spell it. It's a motorcycle that he's building. And it's called a bobber. Why? Why is it called a bobber or why is he building a bobber? I don't know the answer to either one. Because he can. Because he wants to. Because he wants a motorcycle that looks different from every other motorcycle. And and I I don't know if he's even going to ride it. It doesn't seem very safe. But he's not making it for safety. And he's not making it for long distance. He's making it because I guess it's it's, it's like a work of art. Kind of like this dumb cast is a work of art. It's not a beautiful work of art, but nonetheless, it is a work of art. Um, and uh, so that's what he does. He listens to this uh, this dumb cast. So the other day, actually yesterday, Saturday, he gave me a ride. Uh, oh, wait, we drove in my car to get my motorcycle. I finally purchased it. I had it repaired. Uh, you know, I had some work done on it to make sure it was up to snuff. Because it wasn't as snuffy-uppy as I wanted it to be. Uh, you know, new tires and oil change, coolant, the whole deal. Make sure the brakes work and all that. And, oh, it needed an inspection. It needed an inspection. I got it. I got the inspection. I got the insurance. I'm, I'm ready to ride. I think now, really all I need now is a windshield. I learned something yesterday. When you do 65 miles an hour on a bike without a windshield, you feel it. And it was cold yesterday. Although my leather jacket provided plenty plenty of protection. I wore a t-shirt underneath the leather jacket and I didn't feel a thing. My pants were just regular work pants, my dickies or whatever. No thermal underwear and it was cold but uh, actually after about 
about a mile or two, I didn't feel a thing. So I was fine. No, and I wasn't numb when I got to my house. It was like a 15-mile ride. I don't even know how long of a ride it is. Probably about 15, 20 minutes, 10 miles, 15 miles. It was cold. And when you're on a bike doing 65, you know, you get that wind chill. So anyway, uh, so Todd and I were talking, and he said, yeah, sometimes I listen to your, your podcast when I'm working on the bobber in the garage, which is great. I figured, you know, everybody who does a podcast figures you're on the treadmill, you're walking, you, you, whatever you're doing, you're doing something else. You're not just going to sit down. This is not like old-time radio, you know. I realize that I'm up against a lot of competition. Not only am I up against a lot of other podcasts, I'm up against the television. I'm up against family and work and uh, so many things. I'm up against radio stations that provide you with clear uh, rock and roll or jazz or country or whatever or, or talk much more professional, much more highly educated and well-skilled um, <clears throat> uh, talk show hosts. I understand what I'm up against. But he's a friend, Todd. So he had admitted to me that he has been listening to the show, which I didn't know he was doing. I didn't know he was doing it. Nobody tells me anything. So, but I ask for emails every show. Or you know, if you're listening on the Spreaker app, which apparently he wasn't, that you can click know the like button or the comment button and follow and like it's all part of the algorithm which i'm not even sure i really care about i'm pretty sure i don't care about but you know there's a part of me that goes hey wouldn't it be great if everybody that listened clicked like and comment i mean if we had this whole thing going on that would be great so i got to give you the it and dumbing it down with dave i got to give you the thing to chew on to respond to i got to be do i have to be a little bit more um of a, of a fire bo- a fire bomber what do you call it? i got to be a little bit more of an agitator an instigator? What do I got to do? I got to say things? Crazy things? I don't know if I'm going to do that. We'll see. Because I don't I don't have any pretense in the show. I just let it rip. I hit the record button and I let it rip. And Todd told me, I said, oh, you, oh, so you listen. Oh. So in my head, immediately I go, well, then how come you're not clicking like? How come you're not following? How come you're not emailing me? You know, like I, I get so disappointed. I get a little angry and I get disappointed. Even with friends. Even with friends. And I get angry because nobody would ever, ever, that any of my friends or acquaintances would ever, ever have to ask me to do anything. I, I instantly know the program. I instantly know the game. What, oh, you got a blog? I'm on it. What's the name of the blog? Okay, I got it. You know, oh, what do you got? A podcast? Okay, I'm on it. Oh, what do you got? A rock and roll band? Oh, where are you playing? I'm going. Oh, you're a comedian? Where are you performing? Okay, I'll be there. You, know, you got a car? Oh, you're going to, what car show? I'm going to be there. Uh, you, you wrote a book? I'm going to read it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to kindle it. Whatever. I I do everything I can. Anybody who I know that does something, I'm immediately involved. Because I know. I know that's what they want. Nobody has ever said, oh, I did this thing, but I don't want anybody to hear it. I don't want anybody to see it. I don't want to have any notes. I don't want any appreciation. I don't want... I just want to do it and waste my time doing it. I want it to be alone and gather dust and then die. I want it to go away. Nobody ever says that. So I know, I, I relate and I empathize with artists, creators, innovators, entrepreneurs. Oh yeah, people I know who've had businesses. I'll be there. What, what do you, where's the restaurant? I'll be there. You understand what I'm saying? I'm immediately on it. And I know that that's me. I've been told by my wife and I've been told by many people. That's you. Not everybody is you. <laughs> and of course I say, yeah, wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be great if everybody was me? And everybody was helping everybody, and everybody was engaging with everybody, and everybody was replying, and everybody. Uh, but not, 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 
what's the word? Not not sanctimonious. That's not the word I want. Um, not um, not gratuitously. Ooh, was that a good word? Ooh, gratuitously. Yeah. Now I don't know. You look it up. You tell me. Was that a good word that I just used? I I, I wouldn't gratuitously say, "Hey, I heard it." it was oh yeah, and uh, my buddy Lee, he runs. I, we both run. We use Map My Run or Map My Run Plus or Map My Run Pro. There's a whole bunch of you know, Map My Bike, Map My Walk, a whole bunch of stuff. It's an app. And every day he walks, and I click, I click like right away, and often I comment, hey, nice pace, hey, congratulations, hey, you know, he sends me videos, I send him videos, like, we got a whole thing, we're engaged, we engage with each other, we, we talk, we're friends, and we're men, and men supposedly don't like to talk, but I do, I talk most, more than most, my wife tells me, I have more feelings than most men, I'm a little bit of a woman, and that's fine, I'm in touch with my feminine side. Say what you want. I don't care. This is how I am. And by the way, I just learned the other day. I don't know if I just learned it, but I guess I just came to grips with it. I get this from my mother, the dramatic side of me. I get that from my mother, the vindictive, uh, angry, uh, dramatic side. I get that from my mom, which I'm not very happy about. But I don't know if I'm ready to change. I don't know if I'm ready to be, oh, it's okay. Don't listen. Don't reply. Don't, no, I, 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 I'm not ready to create things to watch them just sit there and they collect dust and die and disappear yeah i do want acknowledgement not like gratuitous acknowledgement like wow that was wow what a great podcast oh yeah what part did you like best well um i only really heard the intro (laughs) well then how did you like the podcast well i was just saying that to be nice see i don't want that i'd rather have the truth yeah you know your podcast really blows yeah no no it was it was okay i mean you know mark maron you know, you know, you know Alec Baldwin. You know, you know uh, Arthur C. Clarke. I don't know who. You know, uh, and who's that guy with the rest of the story? That guy. And now the rest of the story. That guy. You know, I'm yeah, I'm, uh, I'm nobody. Which is the beauty of this dumb cast. I'm just me, truck driver Dave, 53 years old, overweight, legally obese. Legally, I have a, I have a, I have a certificate. I'm allowed. Um, uh, technically obese and um, bald uh, legally Jewish once again good thing it's not illegal to be Jewish legally Jewish I'm not a practicing Jew Um, so I know who I am I know what I am I know the lack of education I have and I know what education I do have and I try not to uh, I, I know I like to as per as per Clint Eastwood I like to know my limitations I'm okay with my limitations. I'm okay with the truth. So Todd tells me he's listening to the dumb cast. He's listening to uh, Trump. Uh, I support Trump part one, part two. And he starts to scribble some notes because he wants to send me a, a letter, an email, or however he's going to communicate with me. Because I mention it every show, dumbing it down with David Yahoo.com. And I said in the last show that I was going to try to shorten that, try to find a way uh, to create dumb with Dave. And I realized, you know what? It doesn't matter. I could make it the letter D at yahoo.com. You guys aren't going to email me unless you really want to. And if you're a friend of mine, I guess I got to excuse you. Like, meh. Like, I'm not like some professional host that's angering you or uh, or instilling something. I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know me. So I guess you take me with a grain of salt. I don't even know. But, you know, if uh, Sean Hannity says something, you know, everybody's like, death to you. Death to you. 
you're, you're, you're Trump's uh, puppet or whatever. You know, everybody's always writing these hosts, these professional hosts. Also, if I have only 20 or 30 people listening to each podcast, you know, I can't expect any letters. If I had 30,000 people, of, of which 29,998 are not my friend, well, yeah, then I would expect letters. I would. I would expect likes and follows and comments. So I'm just going to do another couple thousand episodes and hope that I increase my listenership to 30,000. I figured maybe by my thousandth episode, which really should only take me a couple of years, um, my thousandth episode, uh, I'll have, you know, 30,000 listeners. Who knows? I don't even know if Mark Marin really has that many listeners. And he's supposed to be like the number one uh, podcast in the world. Um, so he started to scribble. Todd started to scribble notes and some sort of response. And then he never shot it off. Never got it together. And now here we are. We're several episodes gone. So if he sends me a letter, I, I'm going to have to reply. And, I, you know, I'll read it on the air, of course, unless he says, don't read this. But I might have to go back and re-listen because I don't even remember what I said. And I've made that very clear. Every episode, when it's over, it's over. I might listen to listen to it one more time just to make sure everything went through. Uh, which, I, yeah, I definitely listen to it one more time. I make sure it went through. And then... Uh, and then we're done. I don't remember. You know, uh, your job as listeners, not your job, but you'll probably listen more than, uh, you'll remember more than I will. Ugh. Wow, 21 minutes. Jeez, that goes by so fast. I haven't said anything. Did I get to the it? This is the it. The it and dumbing it down is addressing people responding to the show, at least for the first 22 minutes of the show. Um, you can't wait. I told Todd, you can't sit there and uh, somehow mark... Uh, was able to send me a what was it a two page maybe a three page email very extensive maybe it was just two pages it doesn't matter it was an extensive email with a lot of words and a lot of thoughts and feelings and I read it on the air and I responded and it was great it made for a great episode so if you are somebody listening to my show and I'm going to try to get rid of this defeatist attitude and eh, nobody's listening because people are listening I don't know if they're listening to all 30 minutes you know, I, that's why I've shortened the show. When I used to do more than 30 minutes, I figured, all right, they'll listen to 40, 20. I don't know what they'll listen to, but I'm keeping it down to 30. In fact, I've had some episodes that were less than 30. They were 20, they were 25, whatever. When, I, when, I, when I'm done with my thought, I'll shut it off. But I can't go past 30. That's impossible. Can't do that no more. I don't want to. Uh, you can't, you can't, uh, you know, you can't uh, sit around and wait for the perfect letter. You got to shoot it off. You either got to, if you're on the Spreaker app, comment on the Spreaker app. There's a comment button. Or if you're going to shoot me an email, you got to do it quickly. You know, just nail it down. One thought. Hey, Dave, I disagree about this. I have more to say, but if I stand there and I try to write the perfect letter, I'll never get this email off to you. And that's the way it goes. So does it disappoint me that Todd didn't get the letter off? Of course it does. I'm disappointed. We could have had a great episode, you know, 33 or whatever it was. I, I respond to a, uh, a Trump letter, part one. That would be great. Uh, you know, I responded to Mark's letter, and that was a good show. And, you know, by the way, this goes, this, this hits me hard, especially, not especially, but also because when I was in the Navy many years ago, once again, oh, this is way before the Internet, way before cell phones, way before texting. In fact, oh, what was it called back then? Not telegrams. 
there was a big machine that offices had, not TTY. Oh, I can't remember. My I had a job that had this, where you could send a letter uh, over the wire to um, from your office, not a fax. Um, oh, I can't remember the name of the machine. Uh, and you would send it. You could send it overseas. It was some crazy machine. It was huge. It was very archaic. I can't remember the name of it. So this was way back when. And I was in the Navy for four years, and I traveled all over the world. Not to very exotic locations, but nonetheless, traveled all over the world. And uh, I would engage people. I'd write letters. Hey, I'm out here in Scotland. Hey, uh, you know, I'm sending you these pictures. Hey, here's a store with your name on it. I had a buddy named Evan. There was a store in Scotland. It was Evans. I do. I would just, I would just be out there thinking of everybody. So I paused. It was a dramatic pause. I'm out there thinking of everybody. So yes, I would like people to think of me. Okay, that's that's what I want. Does that mean I'm going to get it? Does that mean? You, but I see now. I feel like if Todd writes me a letter or if, or if Mark ever writes me a second letter or if anybody, you know, it's because I asked for it. It wasn't organic. Will that bother me? Yeah, it might bother me. Cause, so I, you know, I give out the email address and I just want people to do it. Let's have fun. Engage. And listen, it's not like Todd doesn't have 20 other thousand things to worry about. He's got two boys that are still growing. You know, he's got his wife. He's got his dogs. Uh, I don't know how he's got at least two dogs that I know of. He's got a pool. He's got a job. Uh, and the job has a situation I wouldn't say is uh, incredibly stable, but I, I'm not going to address it. I'll let him address it. Um, it's not his fault. It's, it's the company's a mess. Uh, it's a greedy, messy company. Um, this is somewhat inept, I think. I don't know. You have to ask Todd. So I know it's hard. I know it's hard. It's not hard for me, but I know it's hard for people. Because I'll sit down and I'll shoot off a letter. Dear Todd, I saw your barber. You what, are you crazy? You can't ride that thing. What are you wasting your time for? Your buddy, Dave. I could do that in two seconds. Hey, Mark. Blah, 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 blah. You need a vacation. Where are we going? Let's go, go on a man trip. Let's go kayaking. Let's go canoeing. What do you think? Your, your buddy, Dave. Sincerely, Dave. I mean, I could, I could write a million letters. I've written to Rob Greenlee, the head of content here at uh, at Spreaker. Here, like I'm, I'm, in, I'm not in the Spreaker, whatever. You know what I mean? Here at Spreaker, I contacted Alex Exum, and I won a contest. I, I wrote a letter to Friendlies years ago. I was having dinner at Friendlies with my wife. We were attacked by flies. I wrote a letter. I got a, I got a response. Sorry about your, your. Your, your fly problem at uh, the Friendlies in Kingston, New York. Here's a $15 uh, coupon. Go find a Friendlies that doesn't have flies. Oh, this show's almost over. Boy, I had a million things I wanted to get to. You know what? I might, I'll do another. I'll do a, another podcast maybe right after this. I don't know. Um, where else have I Oh, Waffle House. Mark knows this. We, I wrote a letter to the Waffle House complimenting them for their store and their waitress. I don't remember her name now in um, Scranton, PA. And then my, Mark and I went back to that Waffle House in Scranton, and the lady said, "Oh yeah, that was you. Yeah, they 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 read me the letter. And the district managers saw it. You know, everybody sees it. People love to write negative letters. You know, it doesn't always have to be negative. It can be positive. I liked your restaurant. I liked your waitress. I liked your dishware. 
I like your dishes. I like your plates. I like the store. I like the parking. I like it. I like your podcast. I don't like your podcast. Mark was very clear. I got to get to the it and dumbing it down with Dave. Well, today's it was engaging. I'd like you to be engaging. Hey, listen. Don't do it for me. Do it for you. You're sitting there. You're listening. Dave, I'd like you to write a letter. Unfortunately, you didn't give me an it to respond to. So, the letter you get is as ambivalent. Is that the word? I don't even know. Don't you like the way I just throw out words? This letter is as ambivalent uh, as your podcast. There's nothing to this letter. I'm talking. I'm writing about nothing. Your friend, well, your listener, so and so. You don't want to put a name down? Don't put a name down. Make up a name. Who cares who you are? You can respond to me. I think on my website too. By the way, I think there's a way to respond. Because I got a, I got I got a letter on my podcast. I responded to it. Um, dumbing it down with Dave at Yahoo. No, dumbing it down with Dave.com or dumbwithdave.com. You can tweet me at dumb with at dumb with Dave if you know how to tweet. I can't say I know how. I can't say I even know how to respond. All right, so that's it. That's the it and dumbing it down with Dave, episode thirty-six or seven. <laughs> I confused myself again. I think it's thirty-seven. Doesn't really matter. The it of this show is engage to engage to correspond. Thanks, Todd. Anyway, I appreciate you listening. I do. Be nice if you wrote a letter, but that's okay. You're. It's not even going to say you're forgiven. There's nothing to forgive. Oh, crap, I got to go. 20 seconds to go. All right, guys, that's it. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. Good night. Good day. Good luck. Good riddance. Godspeed and great skills. Take care. Don't forget to listen to Pipe Dream. Bye. All right, a couple seconds left. Pipe Dream at ComedyPipe.com. That's Pipe Dream. Wednesdays at 8. Good luck. Bye.